Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. Hey, welcome. This is The Todd Donald Show, but you know that. You went through the trouble of finding out how to listen in a way that works for you, and you've read the name of the show, Should You Have the Luxury of Sight?, And the intro says it. I am Todd Donald, of course. And here we go. If anyone came here on behalf of my appearance on Rob Zabo's podcast and sometimes why, I'm delighted to have you. Thank you. Also, I'm sorry. Uh, Please forgive me for being too snarky and podcasty sometimes to express my self-opposing views on things like fun pop music and the value of art. I think my sarcasm is obvious all the time. Uh, even when it might not be. And I hope that you can forgive the fact that I typically think anyone listening knows what I know or understands things as I do. And that's worked against me through all of my podcasting years. Uh, For this and the next month, every Monday, although I'm a day late this week, and with a grand total of nine episodes, I'd be dipping into my show vault of Podcast Pass and digging up pretty much all that I have where the guests are involved either in theater or theater slash stage work or performance. Each guest is involved in various aspects of the theater too, whether on or off stage. And this is playing on, uh, playing both to those guests as I honor them in the time that we've had together with nothing but fondness and affection and playing to my love and awe of theater itself. Uh, And I've had a lifelong relationship with it even though I never bothered to take drama classes or um, refine any theater related skill other than singer songwriting but my if you've heard mine it's meh Uh, all of which is to say once again that March and April's theme is all about theater now my first guest I recorded a brief interview with it was on my first podcast the iTod Lounge uh, in mid 2008 Randolph J. Johnston, when I met him, was I was a high school student, fully immersed in my co-op placement, and was an ASM, short for Assistant Stage Manager, for a season at the Waterloo Stage Theater, which was uh, near the corner of King and Herb in Waterloo, uh, and during the 2002 to 2003 season, probably the most magical time I can recall. Now, the Christmas 2002 play was a musical panto of Cinderella, where Randy played Cinderella's buddy Buttons, hence how I met him. Uh, And that was a big ensemble production with 20 to 30 in the cast and ensemble totaled up. Randy would be the one person I met from that whose friendship was unlimited for me, thereby lasting since then. Randy, again, was in a production that season of a play called The Bible, The Complete Word of God, Abridged, a respectful uh, Bible send-up co-starring with actors Dwayne Woods and Andy Pogson. And it was then that Randy introduced me to the music of Louis Prima and the genius of Mel Brooks while referencing my still favorite to this day, Mel Brooks film, History of the World, Part 1. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've been fortunate enough over the years since to have coffees, uh, breakfast, meals, chats, and catch-ups with Randy and his partner, Amelia. And I'm thrilled that this past summer they involved me as a musical minstrel in their Terry Fox Run event in Cambridge. Now, that's just a bunch of me talking about me. Let me tell you, Kitchener, Waterloo, and surrounding area folk, that while Randy 
when I met him, was to my knowledge a thespian only. He's also made a name for himself as a singing performer, a dedicated FM radio host of countless years, a widely known advocate and showcaser of others' local talent, musicians, performers like I have, but way more so and betterly, he's currently, and this is complete happenstance, I don't know how you say that, running for City Council Ward 7 Cambridge. He is one of the nicest people you can meet, one of the most supportive and hardworking. Uh, He's a class act all the way, a wonderful person. I urge you to visit Vote for vote RJ for Ward 7 Cambridge on Facebook. And the website is RJ, the number four, Ward number seven dot CA. So that's RJ for Ward seven dot CA and see what he's doing there. I've been lining up this all about theater uh, thing since January. And just as I got to prepping this, uh, I found out about that. So it's just wonderful that I can promote this since I'm starting with Randy. Now, please enjoy my extremely vintage and outdated chat with Randolph J. Johnston, Randy, RJ, whatever you call him, from mid-2008. Here it is. By the way, push the middle of that, uh, that coach down. Push it down? Yeah. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> oh. That is awesome. <coughs> oh, I still like it. So, uh, interview take one. <laughs> Wake. Okay, welcome back to the iTod Lounge. This time we have uh, the guest sitting right there. I go back with this man about six years. We go back, at, well, yeah, we were 17 or 18 when we met. Mm-hmm. And that was backstage of mm-hmm. Cinderella. Let's clarify what we're talking about here. Sure. This man... <laughs> clarify for me, too. Yeah. I really this is a... Uh, a, a wonderful actor. He's, I, I find it very funny. That's probably something that no one's better at that I know than you. He's, he's right, you know. <laughs> that's really that's very nice of you to say, Todd. I'm uh, very proud of myself getting you into Mel Brooks and Louis Prima, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited that you got me into the Beatles. I'd, always, I'd heard of the nice. Beatles, but I never listened to nearly as much. This is the biggest single Beatles fan yeah, I, I, I've ever met in my life. If, if, I think those boys are going to do all right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> give them another couple of years. Work give, themselves out. A give them a chance. Give them a chance. Give them a chance. For those of you uh, familiar with Waterloo, there used to be the greatest theater ever in Uptown Waterloo. It was called the Waterloo Stage Theater, prime location right beside the Silver Spur. It was wonderful. It used to be a movie theater years and years ago in the '30s, I guess, through the through the '80s, I suppose. And Steve Roth is the guy that started it. He now has moved on to Drayton, so he's doing very well for himself, and uh, and he's a wonderful guy. But he had created this theater with his partner Dale Hobbs. It was a real family uh, enterprise, and he used to do these uh, children's plays every March break. I think I, I think I'm safe in saying they were the worst plays ever written. Every year afterward, I say, oh. Oh, Steve, you've got to find something better. So one year he said, okay, hot job, put your money where your mouth is. So I wrote, I think it was uh, a version of Little Red Riding Hood where she's in, in, in competition with the three little pigs. and the little, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And I got hooked. And so I started writing them yearly. That became my thing for four or five years. And then sadly the theater went out of business. Stupid me, I thought, well, if the theater's gone, we can't do the shows anymore. But... Last year we thought, well, there's no reason the shows can't go on, so we did uh, The Frog Prince in Kitchener, 
And it was really a heartwarming story because we started with nothing. We had no budget for anything. We just wanted to book a theater and see if parents still wanted to see shows. Because the way I look at the shows as, as a writer, I remember very little of the shows I saw as a kid, but I remember in crystalline fashion how happy my parents were when they enjoyed themselves. Yeah. So my goal was to give kids something to take their parents to that the parents would say, good job, thanks for making me go, when's your next one? So everybody I know in media that knew I was doing this, they, they let me host daytime uh, with Susan Cookshear for a week and change, just beforehand. Uh, they let, uh, Fred Merritt had me on CKWR, uh, Brent Hansen had me on uh, what used to be the final round is now What's Your Point? The whole town helped me to do this and as a result we had small crowds to start but they built and built and so we would happily do it again now we can't go back to the same theater next year but we will hopefully be back in Kitchener next year nice. uh, and that same show is going to uh, to Ottawa at the end of July uh, because the girl that played the princess in the Frog Prince uh, is from Ottawa and she fell in love with doing it and this kind of it was it's a, it's a real camaraderie it's a real fun way to do something yeah and so she uh, is taking it to Ottawa and, and taking me along with it. Uh, when you were doing one of the, I think it was Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. That's, that happened in the season that I was working there. And all, all I had to do for that one was basically um, turn the house lights on and off. So every time that I, oh, <laughs> my shows were always a technician's dream because it was on lights all the time. But that, and that, that basically freed me up to just watch the show and enjoy myself. Mm. And one of, the, one of the great things that I noticed, and we were talking a bit about something like this before, like you, 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 you seem to like uh, interacting with the crowd. I can't speak for anybody but myself, but I, I've always been an audience member first. For better or worse, you on stage and you in the audience are out of there in an hour or two hours, depending on the length of the show, so you are going to share that two hours with one another. Uh -huh. So you had better do what you can to get along. Hear that? You're the audience. You audience? Yeah. Don't we'll talk back. Don't talk, don't no sass now. There are so many musicians in this town. You as a musician can attest to this. There are a, there are limited venues. Because I've always liked jazz and blues. The boathouse is great for blues. But I wanted a place where actually where jazz musicians would want to go and do their stuff and people could come just to watch them and have some drinks. And that would be it. So Crooner's Lounge of the Alibaba. Yeah, at you know, 130 King Street South just was perfect. I went in there for lunch one day and uh, for the jazz festival we're going to have jazz after jazz. So following the headliners in the tent uh, in the Waterloo parking lot uh, and since the Alibaba is providing all the food for the event afterward everyone is invited back to Crooner's Lounge in the Alibaba and we're going to have live jazz. We're going to have uh, Shannon Butcher who's our, our, our performer on Friday uh, Mia Pratt is going to be there Saturday, and Bev uh, Gale and Jenny DeMerchant are going to be there on Sunday, and this is always following the festival. Nice. It's just going to be musicians come in, we charge nothing at the door, but you pay what you can, as most of the jazz uh, houses in Toronto do, and with luck, if it goes well this weekend, we're going to make this a regular venue for jazz artists, so if there are any jazz artists out there, Email me at floatingdesk at gmail.com. Yes, gmail.com. Floatingdesk at gmail.com. Or my website, internationalfloatingdesk.com. It is jazz, but if you want to do blues, if you want to do your original stuff, 
it's just a, a nice venue in Uptown Waterloo that we want to make use of. So. Friday, six to seven p.m. It's a jazz. It's a it's a jazz etc. sort of show. It's sixty minutes of my the music I like. But you can send in requests, and I'll if I like it, I'll play it. And, but it's called Crooner's Lounge Radio. It's the kind of music that you won't hear. You won't hear it anywhere else, really. I also I also try to put some newer stuff in there, like Buble and Diana Crawl. And so I like to. I'm gonna mix and match that with the old stuff that really reminds you why it's great music. Nice. You can't go a week without Satchmo. You just can't. <laughs> All right. So me and Randy uh, would like to continue talking about Flavor Flav. You probably don't know what we're talking about, and you never will. <laughs> but uh, definitely check out the Frog Prince in Ottawa. Check out uh, all the jazz in, at Alibaba Steakhouse in Uptown Waterloo. Crooner's Lounge in the Crooner's Alibaba Steakhouse. It's all the same building, so. It's under the big neon Alibaba sign. Mm-hmm. And uh, on CKWR, Friday nights from 6 to 7, catch this man hosting the Crooner's Lounge show. Thanks, Chief. Uh, Randy, it's always good to talk to you. Me too. We'll have to get Frank Neary on the show. I haven't talked to him in a long time. He's on Facebook, I think. And Steve Roth, too, if, if you're watching this. Steve Roth, I bet if you work on him, he would come by, Steve Roth. Oh, yeah? He's a very he's an executive now. He's very busy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they have a website, drapeentertainment.com, if you want to check that out. Yeah. And tell them that I told you about it so that they'll, they'll hire me again. It's been a while. It's been a while, Drayden. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show. Starring, produced, and edited by Todd Donald. The piano music in the rap is by J.P. Sunga, who you can find at jpsunga.com. The theme music is Mackie Alkino by William Chernoff. Find him at chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends. Thank you.